Okay, guys, here we go. We're going to get going. I've got the lines open right now, but I'm going to close them down in a minute. This is the Q&A call for Gold Club members and non-members, for that matter. Now you see why I have to <laughs> cue everybody out. Uh, we are um, we got two different uh, classes of folks on here, those that are members and those that aren't members. The ones that are members are free to uh, ask uh, questions, and you do that by hitting star zero. And our operator tonight is Chantel. Chantel will put you in the queue and let me know when you're there. And then I'll answer your questions. And uh, while you're in the queue, it'll be you and I. And the rest of the audience can hear us, but they can't participate without hitting star zero. Unless I open back up the lines, and frankly, it's just too noisy for me to do that and uh, keep our sanity while I'm doing it. I have four, one, two, three, four property information sheets here with me tonight. That's all I got today. So I want all of you to know that you can submit property information sheets to us, and I'll take them all day on the Monday of the call, which is the second call of every single month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you'll get those to me on the proper form, which is on your Gold Club site, and fill them out completely, then we will discuss those on this line. And, of course, uh, that will be with your participation. The rest of the audience will hear what you did right, what you did wrong, and hopefully we can help you make a deal or two from what you turned in here. So on the top of my list, in fact, I'm going to go ahead and name the folks that I've got sheets from so you can be queuing in and having Chantel I put you on uh, hold there. First, I got one from Donna Ryan, and uh, second from Ralph Taylor. I got two from Ralph Taylor, and one from David King. So, would you three get in the queue for me and uh, hold on? You can listen inside the queue as well as you can outside the queue. Uh, Chantel, do we have anyone in the queue at this time? We have Donna Ryan. Donna, okay. please go ahead. Hey, Donna. Hi. How are you? Tell everybody where you're from. Uh, I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay, and you just attended the Baltimore Quick Start Real Estate School with me, didn't you? Yes, I did. And, and I see you survived it okay? <laughs> <laughs> the heat and the storm? Yep, no problem. Well, are your brain still fried, or did you learn everything you're supposed to learn and go home prepared? Well, I guess we'll see, won't we? <laughs> well, uh, you've got a pretty darn good lead here, I can tell you that. Um by the way, uh, reporting, we've got one offer accepted on, from our bus trip so far, and frankly, it's the only one I've heard about. Well, we got three of them that we lost because somebody beat us to it. We turned in, what was it, 15 offers altogether? Yes. Uh, we've got one accepted uh, with a pretty large spread in it, and the other uh, three uh, we don't or not. So we're down to, uh, what, four, 12, down to 11 more we have to hear back from. So I'm going to write you guys a letter whenever... I get that to a conclusion. Sometimes it takes a month to get these offers in and submitted and all, all back. All right, well, let's go over what you got here, girl. Okay. Um, for the rest of you listening, you might want to get yourself out a pencil and paper and then jot down these numbers that I'm about to give you so you can tune in to our conversation and not be trying to remember what I said uh, on these numbers because if you don't have these numbers in front of you, this probably won't uh, resonate very well. I always start with the ARV. Chantel thinks the ARV is about $320,000 on this 2,600-square-foot, three-bedroom, two-bath house in Lake Elmo, Minnesota, which is in great condition. 
the lady has, what, moved out of the house, Donna, looks uh, like? They're still in there at the moment, but they purchased a different one. And they're going to move here shortly. Correct. And therefore, their motivation. So the ARV is 320. The seller thinks it's worth 350, 340. Uh, they're asking 350. However, Donna has already got them to agree to take what they owe because in the blank or in the little square on the property information sheet, it says, will you sell for what you owe? And the answer has been checked, yes. They've also indicated that they will lease option it, apparently for the loan balance. The loan balance is $321,000. It is current, and the payment is $1,700 a month. So to run those numbers by you again, we have a 320 ARV, a 321 loan balance, $1,700 a month payment. They will sell for what they owe, and they will lease purchase excellent condition, 2,600-square-foot house. Well, Donna, you know what to do with this deal, do you not? Um, well, I'm guessing um, ownership. <laughs> well, why are you guessing after just spending four grueling days with me? So let's, well, go, let's well, go down the list again. Could you take it subject to if you wanted to? Yes. Okay. What's the problem with you taking it subject to? Um, none. Well, you do have some issues that you would have to consider here. Number one, do you have any equity in it? Little. No, you have none. They owe 321. You say it's worth 320. Yes. That would indicate none to me, wouldn't it, to you? Correct. Okay. Therefore, you have no equity. Uh, are you going to be able to get much of a monthly spread on it? The payment is $1,700 a month. What do you think that it would lease for? Um, I think I can get 1800 for it. Okay. So you're not getting any monthly spread to speak no. of. Okay. Even if you pass the repairs on to them, you're still not getting much of a monthly spread. So you remember our discussion about, let's see, I'm not getting any equity. I'm not getting much of a spread. I'd have to pay closing costs to buy it. Why would I want to own it? Wasn't that pretty much the conversation? Yes, it was. All right. So if you don't want to own it, what's the next best choice for this property? Um, that we're going to do control without ownership. Okay, and what part of control without ownership? Is this one you'd want to do a sandwich lease on? Um, no, I don't want to do it on this one. And why would the answer be no? Because it's my first one. I'm a little afraid of those numbers. Okay, well, why else would the answer be no? <laughs> Suppose it wasn't your first one. Why would you not want to lease it and then sublease it out to a tenant buyer? Um, I don't know the same reason you don't want to take it subject to. You have no equity, and you have no monthly spread. So why stay in the middle? Sure. Follow me? Yep. Okay. However, with Axe, I can go lease purchase it from the seller, make it real clear that I'm going to find the tenant buyer that they approve, and then with their approval, have an attorney close the lease purchase, and then assign it to the buyer. Okay, that means you're going to go collect a five to ten thousand dollar assignment fee, be out of it, and be done with it. Okay. And you don't have to worry about making any payments. You're not taking any risk. 
You're not making any promises you can't keep to the seller because it's clear to the seller that the rent coming in will not start until 30 days after you close the lease purchase to your new tenant buyer that they approve. Correct. Got it? So yep, what, I do. What do you need to do from here to turn this deal into cash? Uh, find a buyer. No. What's the first step? <laughs> find a lawyer. Did you? I don't have one yet. Did you talk to this seller or did someone else? Yes. No, I talked to him. Well, the next step is to print out the lease purchase agreement right off of the Gold Club site and fill it out. Got it? Yep. And make I an appointment that. to go out to the seller's house and get it signed. Okay. And uh, if you and it's making sure the house is what it's represented to be. Okay. And then making sure they understand the AX program. Can you explain the AX program to the seller? Yes. Go read the script that's in your boot camp manual before you go out there and just tell them exactly what you're going to do. Okay? Okay. Don't, mm -hmm. make them, don't make them any promises you can't keep. Okay. They're either going to sign that lease option agreement there, or you're going to leave it there and pick it up the next day or have them bring it to you. Okay. Until you get that lease option agreement in your hands, you cannot and should not be soliciting for a buyer. Okay. Once you get it in your hands, now what are you going to do, Don? Now I'm going to locate prospects. And how are you going to do that? Um, well, I'm going to put an ad in Craigslist. Correct. And you're going to build. You're going to have a flyer built on the house, right? Correct. And who's going to do that? Um, I'd like to say my my assistant, but I don't have one yet. Okay. You have Fiverr.com. Yes. Now you are going to have to be able to send them the picture and the information. Okay. Okay. So you go yep. on Fiverr.com, and you email them a picture of the house. You give them the facts and tell them to build you a flyer for Craigslist. Correct. For five bucks. Yep. Got it? Yes, okay. sir. Now when you get that built, now go back to Fiverr.com and tell them to put you an ad on Craigslist and keep it updated every two days. Okay. Do the same person to do it. Okay. While you're at it. Go back to Fiverr.com and tell them, to, tell them to find you two or three other local for sale by owner sites to put the same ad on. Okay. Got it? Yes, sir. Pretty simple, right? Okay. Yep. Now you can. I would. I would imagine that once you get, um, once if the house is going to get vacant here pretty soon, you can go put a sign in front of it, can't you? Correct. And what's the sign going to say? It's going to say, uh, "No bank qualifying." Correct. And, um, and remember, it says lease purchase at the top? Yes. All right. Then no bank qualifying and your phone number, and frankly, that's all you need on that side. Yep. All right. Are you going to take the incoming calls? Are you, uh, when there's a phone number involved? I'd like to say no, but. Well, <laughs> you've only got one it. house, so it's up yep. to you. You may elect to do so on that first house. Yep. But I still want you to set up a voicemail box with Pat Live. Okay. And um, to look just like is in the manual, Donna. Okay. Here's the beauty okay. of this deal. You got no money in it. You got no time pressure. You got nothing to lose. But now you got a sense of urgency to get these few little teeny weeny things done and go through the process one time. Okay. 
So set up the voicemail. Just go right back to your boot camp manual, take the script, modify it to your house, get Pat live to set you one up, read the script, and you're done. Okay. I'll drive calls to that, and, and uh, Pat Live will take them off of there and email them and, or transcribe them and email them to you every day. Now, okay. who's going to call the sellers back that have any money or credit? That will be me. All right. That's, and that's what you should be doing. And, you know, it ain't going to hurt you to take some calls. Donna, you probably mm -hmm. should on your first deal. Yep. Take them all. Yep. And, you know, you okay. don't have to answer the phone. They can go to voicemail. Okay. Okay. Now you're gonna. When you find one, now is when you're gonna need a lawyer. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna find somebody that's got at least five thousand dollars and hopefully more like ten, and you're gonna tell them that they can lease option the property for seventeen hundred dollars a month with a up to ten year lease, and move right in. How much can you put down if I sell you the house that way? And and uh, can you do that? Okay. You ask them how much they got. You don't tell them how much you want. We're clear? Okay. Yep. All right. I'm spending a lot of time on this for you because I know everybody else is listening, and it's the same process with all the rest of these as well. So I want to make sure everybody's clear. This process is not that difficult, but it is a process, and it has to be done if you're going to make some money out of this deal. And I, I'll tell you, from what I'm seeing, you've got a pretty easy deal to sell here. Okay. Thank you. All right. Any questions? Nope. I'm good. All right. I want you to email me when you get that lease option agreement signed. Okay. I am assuming you didn't elect, elect to get a mentor at the boot camp, correct? Not yet, no. Okay. Well, you know that option is still open. I need a couple deals here. first. Well, do you? That's kind of like saying pay me so I can go to work, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I really need the mentor to get to the couple deals and guide you through all this stuff, literally, and mm. hold your hand so you don't get all flustered and frustrated and wind up not doing what you need to do. That's why we have mentors. But I'm, I, I'm, I'll let you ponder that. I'll tell you what, you go get this lease option agreement signed, and then I'll bet you, 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 you you'll come to the conclusion, yes, it's time. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for submitting it. Thank you. Okay. Who else do we have in the queue? Next we have Ralph Taylor. Ralph, please go ahead. Ralph, you got two of them here, don't you? Uh, yes, I do. All right. Let me see. I'm looking at the one on Orlon Avenue. Uh, okay. All right. Guys listening, it's got an asking of 199 Ralph, you got what kind of phone you on? You on a speakerphone? Uh, yeah. You want me to turn it off? Yeah. Okay. Okay, we got an asking of 199 Um, You say it's worth how much? About what they're asking? Well, these are these are the um, seller's numbers. I haven't uh, checked them yet. You haven't done any comps? No. All right. Aren't you supposed to put do comps before you fill out the blank where it says your comps? Uh, this I got from from the VA. They sent both of these. Well, who did in, these comps? Uh, the VA, I imagine. I'm, I don't know imagine? where those comps came from. Well, if the VA works for you, wouldn't that be something you'd want to know the answer to, Ralph? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's four comps on here, so somebody ran them, mm -hmm. and they range from 155 to 199. So we're going to assume the seller's asking full retail price. Okay. Seller's also estimating the value at 199. However, they only owe 40. Right. Okay. 
and they have a payment of I can't read it. What in the world does it say? It says about five hundred. Oh, five hundred or forty thousand. Okay. Now, where it says, uh, "Will you lease option it?" They say yes. So, where are you going to go from here with it, Ralph? They're asking retail price, but they will lease option it, and they do have a low payment. Yes, right. excellent condition. Five bedroom, three bath, no repairs needed. Twenty-eight hundred square feet. Right. I think this is good for a sandwich lease. Okay, we're in Alabama. Right. Okay. He's interested in selling fast because he's relocating to another state. Right. He's put over $10,000 worth of repairs, and that will be sold with the home. No kidding. What else will you do with it? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so he says he will at least purchase it. Uh, you have not talked to him personally, right? No, I have not. Okay. Well, it's time for you to pick up the telephone, sir, and call him and verify uh, the pertinent facts here and simply verify that he's willing to lease purchase it. I would uh, work him down a little bit over the telephone, and then I'd make an appointment if I get the right answers. Okay. You want you want to practice that script here a little? Uh, or would you prefer I practice it on you first? Okay, well, if I can find my script in the book here. We can well, let me practice it on you while you're looking. Okay. You, uh, you be Craig. Craig's the seller. All right. You ready? Yep. All right. Remember, I'm calling you for the first time. You've never talked to me. Okay. All right. So ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Craig, this is Ron. I'm calling you about your house. My secretary called you the other day and got all the information, so I don't need to go through that. But I, I'm following up, verify a couple of facts, and then, um, if necessary, make an appointment. You got a minute? Uh, yes, go ahead. Okay. Uh, looks like you uh, you think the house is worth about 199 and you owe 40 on it. Is that correct? Uh, that's right. Okay. Well, I did a little comps on it, and yeah, you might be pushing a little high there, but you're somewhere in the ballpark. Uh, it says here that you uh, would consider a lease purchase. Is that also correct? Yes, Ralph? that's true. Uh, or correct? Yes? Yeah. Okay. Did you have anything in mind? Uh, no. Uh I'm just looking to get out, you know, okay. and make me a reasonable offer. Well, um, assuming we can agree upon a price, and I can tell you right now I am going to ask you to come down somewhat because you are a top, top retail price, uh, maybe even above it a little. Uh, what uh, what kind of a monthly payment? What's the least you could take per month if I lease purchase it from you? And assuming I took over the responsibility for all the repairs. Oh, uh, maybe seven fifty. Seven fifty. Yeah. Okay. And uh, how long of a lease term could you give me, Craig? Well, I'd like to get out as soon as I can. All right, I understand. And I'd like to get you out because the quicker I get you out, the more money I make. So, And I don't get paid unless you get paid. <laughs> right. So uh, how long can you give me? Um, how about three years? Three years? Okay. I'll tell you what, as long as I know that you're willing to work with me on a lease purchase and that you're... Uh, we'll at least consider coming down on that price um, I think I know enough now to make an appointment to come out and see the house and for us to meet and by that time I leave I'll know for sure what I can do and you'll know whether you want to do business with me or not. Is that fair? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Are you married? Uh, yes. Alright. Uh, I will need your wife present when I come. What time oh. would be best for that to happen? Oh, uh, any evening this week I guess okay. would be okay. Like tomorrow? 
Uh, that's fine. Like 6 o'clock? Sounds good. All right. Uh, one more question. If I come out and take a look at the house and I like it and you like me, are you ready to get some paperwork done while I'm there and move forward? Yes, I am. All right. Well, I'll see you tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, man. Okay. All right. That's All right. it. That's the conversation. Okay. Do you see what I accomplished on that conversation? Uh, yeah. I verified you wanted a lease. I mm -hmm. got a monthly payment out of you. Mm -hmm. I did not force you to come down because I, I want to go see what I'm working with first. We'll have that conversation when I get there. And uh, I told you that I was going to bring paperwork, and you agreed to all of the above. Okay. That's all we do. All of that's right in your script. Have oh, you been to my boot camp yet? Uh, no. When are you going? Uh, I'm not sure yet. The answer is as soon as possible, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As soon as I get some cash. Well, you know, we can finance here. you. You get a hold of my office and see what we can do to finance you. It's a whole okay. lot more important you get there than trying to raise the money. Pay for it in advance. And the next one's in L.A., incidentally, in August. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Do you know what to do with this one? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's go to the next one. Okay. Uh, this one's on Wire Road. And let's see. The asking price is one seventeen nine. Your comps are, wow, your comps, your low comp is one eighteen. Your high comps 156.9. So you got a 118, 120, 152, and 156. Uh, again, this is the same situation with those comps. Now, I did uh, look at Trulia uh, to get uh, mm -hmm. some comps on this house. Uh huh. And uh, they are just a little under the asking price. They're in the neighborhood of between uh, 100 and 110. All right. Well, let's just assume the uh, value is about what he's asking. Okay. You did not get the loan balance, and frankly, you and I shouldn't even be talking, and you shouldn't even be looking at this until you get the loan balance. If your VA collected this information, you should call her up and chew her out and say, "I got to have the loan balance." Okay. And I got to have the payment is 580, so the loan balance can't be much. And it is PITI, and uh, it is current. And um, they did indicate that they would lease purchase, and they did indicate that they would sell for what they owe. Problem is, we don't know what they owe. Right. Well, <laughs> so. I thought that the loan balance would be very close to uh, what they're asking me. Well, now, Ralph, how can you say that? Because they've only been in the house two years. That don't make any difference. They've only got a payment of uh, $580, and that's PITI. We have but, no clue what the loan balance is. Okay, because so. my, my thinking was that they haven't paid it down any, you know, I mean, whatever they You're got. You're grasping the for score, straws, so, aren't yeah. you? You're just making this up as you go, aren't you? Uh, you have no idea what the loan balance is, do okay. you? So okay. what's the first thing you need to do when you get on the telephone with them? Find out what the loan balance is. Find out what the loan balance is. <laughs> okay. Now, they already told you they sell it for what they owe, and they told you they at least purchase it. So yeah. It's 1,100 square foot, three-bedroom, two-bath. Uh, it's occupied. And... Uh, you spoke with Lisa, and I would assume she's one of the owners. Right. Okay, and it's a house. It's not a condo. Right. It's got two-car yeah. garage, and it's on an acre. Yeah. Holy smokes, man. You probably got an easy deal here. $580 a month payment. You can't hardly go wrong, I can tell you that. Okay. okay. So let's say the loan balance is close to what they're asking. Okay. Now what? Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, again, I'm going to try to uh, lease option this house. And uh, maybe a sandwich position. Uh, well, okay. If you're, gonna, if you're going to lease option it, you definitely want to sandwich it, don't you? Right. Why? Because of the low payment. Correct. Because of the low payment. 
And I'm hoping that there's a little equity in it. I don't know, though. You just yeah. don't know until you do some real comps. Right, okay. Um, and then you have to decide whether you want to sandwich it, because if it if it truly is owed on it, every dime that it's worth, it may or may not be worth your while. Uh-huh. I mean, on a $120,000 house, you're, I don't know, their payment's 580 You might get, what, 800 850 maybe? Yeah, something like that. And, and it seems to be in excellent shape, so you got to decide if you want to stay in it for that difference. Mm-hmm. Or you could ax it, couldn't you? Right. Yeah. And you could take it subject to, but you got no equity, most likely. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to decide whether it's axe or sandwich lease. Right. Okay. Either one should be an easy deal here. Okay. This guy says the reason he's selling is because he's married. <laughs> I think that means that she's getting married. Oh, getting married. Okay. So they're going to have, you know, she's going to have a house and he's going to have It looks like it says doesn't need repairs. It says yes, so we don't know what we're dealing with there either. So you want to circle that and make sure you find out what right. that means. Okay. But the loan balance will make or break the deal. Right. Okay. So what do you do if you like the numbers when you get him on the phone? Uh, I'm going to uh, give him the the script, you know, go through it with him and give him the uh, parameters of what I want to do. And if he agrees, then I'll go out and... How do you know what you want to do? Do you go see the house? Yeah, Okay. So I have to go see the house first. Uh, so you're going to get him on the telephone to make sure he's flexible. Right. That's what you're going to do. Okay. And then you're simply going to make an appointment. Because okay. it looks like this person, or this gal, her name is Lisa, Right. will pretty much do whatever you ask her to do. Okay. All right. You want to practice that on me for a minute? Hello. Uh, okay. Where am I now? I I'm Lisa. You're Ralph. Okay. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, uh, Lisa. Uh-huh. Uh, this is Ralph Taylor. My assistant uh, spoke to you a couple of days ago about the house you have for sale. Oh, yeah, sure. And uh, just wanted to ask you a couple of questions about it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I noticed she has here that your payment is $580 a month, and that includes taxes and insurance. Is that true? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, what's the balance on this loan? Um, I am unsure. I have to check. Okay. Uh when can you get back to me on that? Uh, no, wrong move. Wrong move, okay. Next, your next question is, well, when did you buy it? I bought it two years ago. Well, what did you pay for it? Okay. Well, I paid 120 well, Did you finance it for pretty much what you paid? Now, will that give you your answer? Yes, it will. Okay. okay. Never, ever let somebody get back to you. Okay. Get the conclusion while you're on the telephone because mm-hmm. they probably won't get back to you, Ralph. Right. Uh, never never let people put off a decision. Just get the information now and dance around it if you have to. Okay. Okay, so I told you, well, I bought it about two years ago, and I paid 118 for it, or 120 Okay. Uh, let me ask you this. Um, what kind of repairs do you uh, need on this house? Oh, I think it needs some painting and uh, some carpet, and, and my uh, ex-boyfriend knocked a hole in the wall. <laughs> knocked a hole in the yeah. wall, Okay, um, it doesn't sound like anything major. Uh, I'd like to come out and take a look at the house. Okay. And uh, what I uh, what I'd like to do is uh, sit down with you at that at that point and talk to you about uh, a price I could buy this house uh, that we could do this house for. Well, now, and, R- R- Ralph, I've already told you you can buy it for what I owe on it. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so uh, I'd like to come out and uh, talk to you about. Uh, how we'd want to do this, because I, I'll tell you one thing that I do not do 
is pay, is uh, buy houses at full market value on an all-cash basis. So um, a house like this, we'd have to have some kind of uh, creative financing arrangement. Ralph. Yep, no. You're, you're talking too much, man. You're talking okay. yourself right out of a deal. <laughs> okay. They already told you they'd sell it for what they owe, or they'd at least purchase it to you. Mm -hmm. And now you're telling them you won't pay retail price and you need creative financing. How much more creative do you need to get? Yeah. <laughs> you want my house? Come get it. <laughs> There's no creative financing here. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. All right, so get off that now and try it again. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Lisa, I'd like to come out and take a look at the house. Okay. And, and uh, see what uh, what we can do at that point. All right. Fair enough. When do you uh, want to come? Uh, when's a good time for you? I'm free. Uh, oh, I don't care. How about uh, tonight? Tonight? Yeah. Tonight sounds fine. About right. uh, 6 o'clock? That's fine with me. Okay. I'll see you at 6. All right. So you're not going to ask me if I'm married or if I'm ready to sell the house when you get there, right? <laughs> okay, I should. You're not going to ask me any of that, huh? Yeah. Okay. Right, well, you, you will after you make four or five wild goose chases. Yeah. Okay. All right. You follow the scripts, you'll be all right. You're just on the wrong script. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you know what to do? Yes, I do. All right. Go for it. Okay. Okay. Chantel, who else is with me? There's Charlene. No one in the queue at this time. Okay, David King, are you there? Calling David King. Go ahead and hit star zero and get on the phone. And anybody else now that has a question, uh, hit star zero and get in there so we can get you in line here. Because if you don't, there's going to be a short Q&A call here tonight. Uh, if you're free to ask any question you like about any subject you like. And Chantel, would you let me know when somebody pops in? While they're doing that, I'm going to update everybody on where Iran's going to be in the next 60 days or so. So you guys got a pencil, take notes. We are in July right now, so I've got kind of a light month. I'll be speaking in L.A. at our Fast Track to Wealth seminar, an all-day seminar on the 28th. And I'll be doing the same event in Phoenix on the 29th, if you happen to be in any one of those cities. And I think we're going to be simulcasting on the 28th, so you can sit at home if you're not in the L.A. area and tune in. That's a free event where I do an all-day seminar. That's if you're brand new to me or to the business, you're definitely going to want to set aside uh, that date, one of those dates. Again, L.A. 28th of this month and Phoenix 29th. L.A. will be the only one simulcasted. That means you can tune in on the Internet. In August, I will be in Minnesota at the Robin Thompson event on the 11th. If you happen to be in Minneapolis or anywhere near it. And it looks like I'm going to be in Orlando speaking on the 12th. If you need to know how to get to either one of those, you'll have to contact our office. I will be doing the Quick Start Real Estate School in Los Angeles on August 15th through the 18th. I teach that personally. And we always do very well in Los Angeles with deals. I'll be doing my information and internet marketing boot camp here in Jacksonville, Florida on August the 23rd through the 26th. I will be teaching that as well with several world-class class faculty about information marketing, marketing any business, turning around businesses, buying them underperforming or closed and turning them around, getting products on TV, how to build an internet business starting from scratch, how to make money online, 
without even having a product, how to create products very quickly, how to get all this stuff done for you. It's going to be a dynamite, very, very powerful event with numerous income streams in it. So uh, contact our office on that one as well. We also uh, have a webinar we just played on that if you happen to get wind of it. I think we'll probably be airing again between now and then. So that's July and August. Uh, Chantel, is anybody in there yet? Yes, we have lots of people queuing up. All right. Well, give me the first one. Okay, next we have Tracy. Tracy, please go ahead. Tracy, Tracy. Hey, Ron, how are you? Where are you? I am in um, the Philadelphia uh, okay. area in Pennsylvania. What's on your um, mind? I have a generic question. I, Where I live, I live out in the suburbs, way out in the suburbs, mm -hmm. and in my area is um, considered people want to live here. My question is, I've seen quite a few houses in the half a million to a million dollar range that are for sale. They tend to sell very quickly, I've noticed. And I occasionally, I come across some that are for sale by owner. So my question is, other than selling them retail and other than selling them to uh, businesses that may buy them for, say, executives of companies that are only going to be in the area for a year or two, what is the other? What is another option for them? Subject to or? Well, Tracy, that all depends on the information you get from the seller. It's not about what what your option is. It's about the answers you get, and that leads you to your options. All right. I'm sitting here looking at property information sheets, and do you have that property information sheet? Yes. All right. Well, then you know that. If the house comes with a mortgage, your question is, if we can agree on a price and we accept all responsibility for future repairs, would you consider a lease purchase? Well, if the answer is no, that option's out. If the answer right. is yes, then that option's in. So the, the seller will tell you what your options are. You don't tell the seller until you get these answers. No, I know that, but I didn't know if there was a, a different... Here's, uh, here's how it works. The houses like that were different or not. They're no different. <laughs> You're going to ask the exact same questions whether it's a $100,000 house or a $10 million house. Okay. Got to have this property information sheet out, uh, filled out, and you got to have you got to find out what's on the seller's mind. Whole goal here is is to take the yeses and work with them, and if they all, all right. if they are all no's, it's a suspect and trash. If you get a okay. yes, it's a prospect. That simple. Okay. okay. Hey, you haven't been to okay. Quick Start School yet, have you? No, I have not. Okay. Get there, girl. I just did one <laughs> in the backyard, practically. Uh, <laughs> I will. Thank you, Ron. All right. Okay, Chantel, who's next? Next, we have Scott. Scott, Scott. please go ahead. Where you at, Scott? Hey, Ron, this is Scott. I'm in Columbia, South Carolina. Great talking to you. All right, sir. Well, um, I have kind of uh, two questions. The first one is, um, using my VA, what should be my goal for a property information sheet to get fed to me every week? Should I be shooting for 10, 15, or should I go for like 30 or 50 a week? Well, you couldn't handle 30 or 50 a week, Scott, and you'd be lucky to handle 10 to 15. Okay. And I'm, All right, well, then I'm serious now. If you get 10 to 15 property information sheets completely filled out, you're going to be... Uh, making several appointments a week. Okay. And All right, that's great. I just hired three of them in my area off of Craigslist. They haven't started producing yet. I just did it this weekend, but you hired got three on the line. They look like they're they're going to work out good. I hope. You 
scare me. Okay. You scare me because when you say why is that? Well, when you say you hire them, I mean you got to train. Oh. Them. And, no, no, I I, huh? I just made initial contact with them, and I've I've got I got I downloaded that um that little uh uh manual that you had on the website. I downloaded that, and I'm talking them through that and through the scripts and stuff too. So. You have the property inform uh, the proper property information sheets, Scott. I believe I do, the one with the four stars on it. Well, no, it's beyond that. Do you have the one with the the blocks in the middle with the scripts in them? Oh, I do. I got that one, yes. Okay. Well, that's the one that they should be using, but they need some training now on how to uh, on, on getting these yes or no answers down here because without them, you've got nothing. Yeah, I'm, I've talked them through the objections, the main objections, uh, you know, like what if they won't give the mortgage information? And I've talked them through that so far. So, and we're right. still in the training stage, but. All right. Well, good. Then, um, are you uh, up on what you're going to do with these ones when you get yes answers? I am. I've I've listened to your your uh, training on how to handle FISBOs and how to categorize them, which, which offers to make. Mm -hmm. And that kind of brings me to my next question, which is, I have now a contract for a place. The uh, ARV is around 200. He has agreed to sell it to me for 115, um, and he wants 20% down cash. Uh, free and clear. I've agreed to. What, what's that? Free and clear. Yes. Okay. Um, I've agreed to that. Now he really wants cash. So what he's done is he's countered again, saying he would do all cash for 100. And I'm wondering which one makes more sense. Uh, I would definitely do the 20% uh, down, but I'd talk him down on that. If he'll do all cash for 100, he'd probably take 10% down. Okay. All right. So you just and then, him, uh, you say, listen, I'm going to give you your price, but cash is king to me right now, so I'll give you $10,000 down if you'll owner finance the balance. Actually, I already did that. He wanted 30% down before, and I talked him down at 20. Oh, uh, well, you so, so so now you're so proud of yourself, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. It, Talking I don't know if I okay. Then um, the ten, the ten or ten or twenty percent down at one hundred fifteen finance the rest for eighteen months, two years is better no, than all cash. No, 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 no! Quit letting that filth come out of your mouth, man. Oh, okay. You said anything about eighteen months or two years? You did. Nonsense. Yes. Nonsense. Let me approach you on this thing. I'm going to negotiate this deal with him. You ready? Okay. What's his name? Uh, his name is Cornell. Cornell. I'm calling you back, Cornell. Hey, it's good to talk to you. What's going on? Cornell, listen, uh, I've been thinking about this deal, and I think we're pretty close on it, but I cannot give you 20% down unless, of course, you want to house my wife, because if I do, I'm going to get a divorce. <laughs> Here's, I'll tell you what I can do. I'll buy it at, at your asking price of 111 with $10,000 down, uh, but I'm going to need some terms on it. What's the best terms you can give me? Well, how about uh, how about uh, a year for the rest of it? A year? <laughs> Come on, Cornell. Uh, what would be your second choice? Well, I really need cash. I've got to pay off some back child support and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. How about 20000 at two years? Well, uh, you mean 20000 down? Yes, 20000 in my I pocket just, at close. I just told you I can't do that. I can't do that. 
You're talking about $20,000 down now, right? Yes. I can't do that. My wife will kill me because that would absolutely break us. I, I can do $10,000 down, and I'll close within two or three days, and all we got to do is now is create the terms that I can live with, and there's no way I can do a one-year balloon. I was How about four, two? How about five? Five, huh? Well, how about four? All right, I'll flip you. <laughs> if you win, it's four. If I win, it's five. Fair? All right, fair enough. That's exactly how I'd do it, to be honest with you. So we're, <laughs> we're going for more like a five or yeah. even longer if we can. Yeah, now there is another way you can get him his money, but it's more complicated, and frankly, I'd rather you didn't do it. You can use subordination on it. Let me, let me try Meaning? that one. Hey, Cornell, sure. there is one way I can get you your $20,000. Um, if, you, if you'll agree to take a second mortgage, I can go get a new first on it and uh, borrow enough to get you your $20,000 and get me a little left over, and then I'll give you a second mortgage on the property, and you're still gonna, but you're going to have to give me at least a five-year balloon on it. So would you rather have 20 down and take a second or 10 down and take a first? So you would, well, I think this I'd prefer the twenty, just because it's a financial situation. So I would say the twenty. All right. But then would I buy it and then go get it first? Is that what no, I do? No, I'm going to get a new first mortgage from a private lender, and I'll close that at the same time I close your purchase. So at closing, you'll get twenty thousand dollars and a note back for one hundred eleven minus twenty ninety one thousand dollars, with a five year balloon in it. And then the buyer, then the whatever investor I get takes the first. Yes, I'd have to get a first. Putting, mm -hmm. putting him in a better position so it wouldn't be the other way. If I give you $20,000, I have to borrow it on a new first mortgage on the property. Okay. So that would put you All in right, a second I'm... position. So, All right, I think that makes good sense. Okay, well, see, you see what I did? I, get, I let you choose. I do. All right. I do, and... He still gets his mortgage, but it's a second, and it makes yes. it more attractive to yes. the investor because it's a first. And you're not going to borrow 20. You're going to borrow 30. Right, exactly. From a private lender. But that means you've got to go get the private lender and do all of that. Frankly, I, I'd rather him take the $10,000 down and just owner finance it and be done with it. I, I think I have the private lender or the guy across the street anyway, so I think we're good. Well, That's why I love you, Rod, because you, well, you, be that's now. great. Be careful that you don't make a promise that you will make him a great big old monthly payment on that second mortgage on top, nope. of, the, on top of the first mortgage payment that you have to make on your 30. Nope, uh, and I don't even think the first mortgage I'll have to make any payments either. I think I'll do the accrued interest on that too. All right, well, so Cornell, I'll tell you what I'll do before you, man. I'll give you $25,000 down if you'll take a second mortgage for the balance with five, for five years with no payments and no interest. So, okay, so he gets a little more. Pushes that note out a little farther. Yep. Yeah, all right. I think I like that. I'll give you $25,000 down if you take a second for, with a five-year second with no payments or interest. Or I'll give you $10,000 down, and you can have a first for the balance. And then I'll give you $500 a month till paid. Cool. Okay, that makes sense. Now now, now it's your problem. You pick. <laughs> right, and you pick. All right, oh. I'll take either one. And so will you. I love it. All right. I love it. See you, man. Thanks, Rob. Okay. David King, you're running out of time there. you got property information sheet if you're out there. Chantel, who else we got? Next, we have Michael. Michael, please go ahead. And where are you from, Michael? Arizona. Arizona. Okay. 
What's on your mind today? Just a quick question. Um, I've noticed a lot of townhome, condo, unit number type things on my lists, and I'm wondering if you uh, like or prefer uh, the best. I buy them all the time. Anything? Here's the anything rules. About here's, here's what I like about townhomes. Number one, you can steal them right now. I mean, you really buy them cheap, and most of the time they're in excellent condition and in great communities. And okay. especially probably true where you're at in California, I mean, uh, Arizona. Right. Uh, problem is that uh, financing has kind of dried up a little bit for them right now. So if your objective is to buy it and then retail it for cash, you probably sure. better look twice and make sure you have financing for your end user. Okay, gotcha. You Otherwise, do, fine. If you don't, then when I buy them, uh, I take over the debt and or lease purchase them. I don't have any money in it, so I don't care about a retail buyer right now. I turn right around, put a lease option tenant buyer in there, five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars down, and uh, sandwich lease it to them, uh, or if I, well, or lease it to them if I've taken it subject to. In fact, I just sold one last uh, Friday. It was a townhouse. I got fifteen thousand uh, dollars non-refundable deposit on this eighty-five thousand dollar townhouse that I paid 30 for, and uh, if he comes in with another 15 within the next two years, then I promise to sell it to him with owner financing, and he never has to go to the bank. So if he pays me $30,000 down on a townhouse I paid $30,000 for, I'm happy to owner finance it for him. Aren't you? Oh, yeah, of course. Sounds like the car dealers, doesn't it? So if you got an excellent deal like that where you can own it forever and just continue getting out something out of it, you'd rather hold Cor it than uh, correct. Wholesale it? I'd rather hold it anyway. I don't wholesale. Okay. I, I mean, I'm telling you, man, you can get more for non-refundable earnest money deposits than you can from investors for wholesaling it. Why give away the goose? Just lay in the sure. golden eggs. Put a lease option tenant buyer that's going to live in it instead of trying to wholesale it to an investor. Now, remember, there's. Two things, you, two two kinds of deals you're going to do here. You're going to do the all cash deals, but then you're going to do the taking over the debt on these things, and uh, you should be attracting them through all your FISBO uh, ads and the like. But uh, that's a different deal because they're probably going to become uh, probably going to come with the debt. So your path is real clear. You're going to lease option them out. Now, if you're going to go to the bank and make off all cash offers on them, you can buy them dirt cheap as well. But again. Make sure your exit is not to cash out unless you have uh, a source of financing for your end qualified buyer. One thing you want to be careful on now is your association dues because sometimes yeah. they're outrageous and they'll kill your deal. And also make sure that your uh, condo docs do, do not prohibit you putting tenants in it. Some do. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that part. Yep. Got to call the association and find out. And then before okay. you close, you got to make sure that somebody checks to make sure it's not in the association docs. All right. Okay. But tons of deals out there. I love townhouses. Very good. Tell you a good thing about them. Sometimes they come uh, with gated communities, so you don't have to worry about uh, security. And even when they don't, you still got security on most of them. The exterior is already taken care of by the association. The association generally is responsible for the, the insurance. All you got left to pay on them is taxes, and I pass the maintenance on the inside to the tenant buyer. So I have I have no insurance and I have no taxes to worry about. I mean, uh, no uh, repairs to worry about. Okay, worry, I don't have to worry about vandalism. That brings up a quick question there yeah. on um, taxes. If you were to lease option from a seller, 
Um, do you become responsible for the taxes? No, taxes and insurance are generally included in their uh, mortgage already. You just collect the rent, make the payment, and all that's taken care of. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Ron. All right. All right, Chantel. Who else? Next, we have Gary. Gary, please go ahead. Hey, Gary, where are you from? Up in the Boston area, Ron. How are you? Boston. All right. I was actually with you in uh, Dallas at your um, quick All right. start. Cool. And how are you doing? I'm doing uh, doing fine, thank you. I've been uh, I've been buying a lot of REOs and auction houses over the years anyway, but I hadn't done much of this um, control without ownership. So that's what we're getting set up for. I did get set up with um, with uh, Elsa and so forth, and just talked to Ryan Bush the other day. A couple quick questions. Um, using Pat Live, I know you're always talking about, and um, Elsa has it set up with, um, and I'm doing two different numbers, but you don't recommend Google Voice um, to use in, instead of Pat Live for the two um, phone numbers for buyers and for sellers? Well, uh, first of all, Google Voice doesn't have live operators. Pat Live does, and that's what you want taking the calls from sellers. Okay. Now, okay, well, my VA would actually take the calls. They're not going to be 24-7 as Pat Live. No, 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 no. Do not do this to yourself. Let me tell you. Okay. Your VA is human. That means your VA is not available 24-7, and when she is available, she might be in a bad mood. Uh, when she's driving down the highway, she'd be taking calls, and I promise you she will screw up the information from the sellers when she does or say, can you call me back later or some stupid stuff like that. Uh, you don't want VAs taking calls from sellers for the same reason you don't want to be taking them. Not to mm -hmm. mention some of them are nasty and mean and hard to get along with and, you know, ruin your day. Let Pat Live take the calls and find out if they've even got a house for sale and, and get the information and then let the VA call back when the VA is ready and prepared with proper information sheet in front of her. Mm -hmm. Then you mm -hmm. don't miss any calls and you don't get them properly done. Uh, okay, fair enough. Um, makes sense. Practically nothing. A couple other quick questions. Is your dealathon full for the 19th and 20th? I have uh, canceled that one, and you'll have to call my staff to get into the okay. next one. People register, and they back out on me last minute, so I'm backing out on them. I hear you. Call, call the office. I'm not going to vote two days unless I'm, am, I am have at least ten participants there, with, you know, you, but you can bring a guest. And I'm only going to be doing, I think, one more, though, so you probably ought to follow up on that tomorrow. Okay. Um, on a lease option deal, up here in Massachusetts, we have a, a, a sanitary and a code of habitability. And as a landlord, you're responsible for maintaining the, the property. I'm looking to not get around that, but with a lease option where you're trying to pass along all of the repairs and so forth, mm -hmm. um, I guess if we put all that language in the option, they could, as a tenant, say, you know, well, we're not taking care of that. You have a land, an obligation as a landlord. And I say, well, that's fine, but you're going to violate your option agreement, and therefore we'll come in and take care of it if you're going to play that, play that card, no. you know, that's to the no. – sorry about that. You have the same rules here, and for that reason, that's why we created the uh, uh, lease option agreements that we did to where uh, the uh, uh, obligation to do the repairs becomes a condition of the purchase. Now, you're going to have to check with your attorney on that one. Yeah, he's reviewing that. I just got it up to him to review for that reason. So, okay, that, that answers that. Other quick question. I know you have two lease option um, agreements, and one has the table of contents. Obviously, that's the one you want to use to put a tenant buyer into a house you control. 
but to get control of the house on a lease option, I want to use the other version for the for the home seller, correct? That depends. Uh, first of all, I have three lease option agreements. Okay. One, one being the one that I get the seller to sign if I intend to stay in it on a sandwich lease. That's what I'm talking about. The second one being the one they sign if I intend to do an axe deal. And the third one is my sweat equity lease option agreement. Okay, then I'm talking about the first two. That, All right. Uh, then I'm on the right page. So if I'm doing a lease option, obviously I'm letting them know that I am going to put my own tenant buyer in that property. Well, you're going to let them know that um, maybe, but are you talking about a sandwich lease option? Yes, I'm talking about a sandwich lease. So then you're going to stay in the deal. Yes. Then you would use the one in the front of your boot camp manual and the one without mm-hmm. the table of contents. Okay, that's that's what I thought. So I want to get that document executed with Mr. Seller, yes. and then I'm going to execute the other one with the table of contents to my tenant buyer that I, that I choose to sublet to. In front of Mr. Attorney. Correct. Who also has contact with the seller. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and another one last quick question. In your control of that ownership, I was um, uh, listening to one of the CDs, and you did not recommend getting the, unless I misunderstood, uh, uh, getting the lease option paperwork actually signed um, prior to lining up a tenant for an axe deal. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I did a whole new axe program because that was incorrect. I went back and listened to that. couldn't believe I said that. Yeah, okay, all right. I'm listening to it, and I'm saying, wow, and that's the, maybe the older, that's the control without ownership, and it's the tax portion of it, yeah. Send your CDs into the office, and they'll send you a new set for 50 bucks, including the manual. Uh Uh-huh, and that's the one I've got. Um, Actually, the one I got is the one that came with my Quick Start uh, package, and I was only back there, only what, back in June? I just retaped the ah. in April, and it was June before I got the... Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right, so then I can, I'll can i forward those back to the office must, for the 50. You must have that lease option agreement signed before you even solicit a tenant buyer. That's made all the sense to me because the next thing you know, they'd be going behind your back trying to call that tenant guy and make their own deal. Yeah, I must have been on drugs that day. Mm-hmm. Okay. You feeling better now? How's the restaurant? My God, that thing is going to be open Monday, or there's going to be some dead bodies littering the premises. Oh, so it's not open yet. Well, I wish you well. As you, you may remember we spoke. I have a restaurant up here in the Boston area. Oh, yeah, that's right. What kind of restaurant you got? It's actually an Irish pub oh, restaurant. Okay. It seats a couple hundred people, so it's a full, you know. It's a, so does mine. So we're going to have to compare notes next time we see each other. Yeah, by all means, uh, profit and, uh, and, and uh, uh, ratios and all that stuff. Yes, sir. Okay. Good. Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, Chantel, who else? Next we have Bashir. Bashir, please go ahead. Hey, this is Bashir in Atlanta. All right, how are you? I'm good, Ron. I talked my way into a uh, debt takeover situation over the phone with a seller yesterday. I thought it was a FISBO because uh, I got it from Craigslist, but after we basically had a meeting of the mind, she told me that she had a realtor involved. And so anyway, I sent the offer out uh, by email today, and now the realtor's uh, on the line, and I'm just trying to get some advice on how to handle the situation. All right. Well, first of all, why would you send an offer by email? 
just to get get something going, well, so we can move to a formal agreement. That's not how we do it. And okay. We've learned not to do that because all that does is uh, let people procrastinate and uh, delays the conclusion. So what we do now is we get on the telephone, we confirm our facts like you heard me do earlier on this call, and then we make an appointment. We don't need to send anything by email. And then okay, we'll, well she's in Texas oh, and is here in Atlanta. Well, then you need to send an agreement, at least option agreement by email. Well, she agreed to let me just take over the debt. She had it listed for 89000 and uh, when I got to asking questions, she said she owed seventy-eight, and she wanted debt relief. Okay, then you need to send a purchase and sale agreement by email. Okay. And have her sign the purchase and sale agreement and send it back and make sure she's the only owner, and then you can move it to closing as fast as you can. Now, as far as the realtor is concerned, not your problem unless she's got it listed. She's got it listed. She said she has it listed. Okay. Then she has to get it unlisted, or she's got to pay the commission, or you won't buy it. Uh, she also says she would pay the, the commission. <laughs> and she needs to put that in writing to you, along with the purchase and sale agreement, and you're okay. Okay. Because I sent it out uh, this afternoon by email, and then probably an hour later, I get a notice from the realtor saying, you forgot to put your telephone number. Can you call me? suggest that you don't call a realtor. If you want to email the realtor back, um, well, you know, in this case, I don't care. If the seller's agreed to pay the commission, you can call a realtor and just tell her the facts and tell her, I didn't know you existed. Seller call me. Seller says that she will pay your commission. Uh, I would expect you guys to handle that because I don't want to get in the middle. And just tell her, I'm taking over her debt. And uh, frankly, if it's listed, I'm, I'm uh, you're going to have to probably uh, let the realtor submit the contract, though. Um, now look, look here, here's the facts. The realtor cannot stop the seller from signing your contract. The realtor, oh, okay. The realtor cannot do anything except collect a commission if that house sells. If the seller's willing to pay it anyway, I'm sure they're happy. But you never know. I don't know what's on, the, on, on that realtor's mind. Okay. So, uh... If the seller has consented that it is listed, then I guess there's no harm for you talking to the realtor, but you just tell it like it is. Okay. And, and um, make sure she understands you're taking the debt subject, too. Now, I, I, I put in the notice to her by email that uh, uh, we would have an attorney draw up the, the uh, formal agreement. You think I can get away with that? Purchase and sale agreement. If the realtor's involved, let the realtor draw it up for all you care. But you just—I'm telling you—you got to—you got to make sure that it's subject to. Okay. And you just tell the realtor, look, I prefer to just send my simple contract. You've got a listing agreement, and I'll make sure you get your commission at the time of purchase. But the seller's going to pay it. I'm not. So. Let the okay. Realtor, let the realtor guide you on how they want to handle it, but make it clear you're taking over the debt subject to and you're not paying the commission. Okay, well, I think I think I can handle it from there. Well, if you uh, make action, one what do you care how they do it? One last question. I heard you mention something about fiber.com or flyer.com. I, I wasn't sure. How does that spell? F-I-V-E-R-R. -R, fiber. F-I-Z? No, 
five. The number five. Oh, five. F I V E R R two R's dot com. Go on there. You guys will be absolutely astounded at what people will do for five bucks. F I Z V. Two V's. No V. One V. F. The word five. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. With two R's at the end. Okay, fiverr.com. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, that, that, that takes care of me. I think I can handle it from here. I appreciate it. All right, man. Good luck. Thank you. Okay, Chantel, we're running a little late, but I'll take another one if you got one. Next, we have James. James, please go ahead. All right, how many do you have holding, Chantel? Five more. Oh, my God, I'm not going to get to five more. All right, you know what? You guys, uh, I'll try. You guys talk. Don't take any more, though, huh? You guys okay. uh, ask, a ask, and I'll answer quickly. Go ahead, James. Go yes, ahead. hi, uh, Ron. Uh, this is James out of uh, Ventura, California. Uh, I got two questions. One, I have a, a, a lead information sheet on an eight-unit building, but I have another question. Um, on the uh, yellow letter script that Pat Live uses, should Pat Live answer with a company name or a personal Pat name? Pat Live answers however you tell them to answer, and it depends. If you're driving calls in there with yellow letters, they should answer hello. Just hello, okay. Yes, and then there's only four questions we get them to ask. You okay. Know, do you have a house for sale? <laughs> your name and your phone number and the address. That's all we care about. Okay. Now the VA you. calls and gets the rest. No problem, no problem. Okay, I have this um, this eight unit at uh, it's about three blocks from a beach. Uh-huh. Uh, the seller, well, the, the property's free and clear. Uh, he wants 1.8. Yep. Uh, he's asking for 400000 in cash. Okay. And um, he's willing to carry back the, the rest. With, uh, I, I don't need to know anymore. There's yeah. no way you're going to uh, you're going to make an eight unit at 1.8 million dollars uh, cash flow. I can tell you that right now. Okay. And the minute he starts asking for 400 thousand dollars down, it should tell you that you're out of that that game. Really? Yeah. Okay. You don't want that property. You don't want that property at that price. Have you stopped to even look at the cash flow on that thing? Yeah, the cash flow. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, for the year gross is 153. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, one hundred fifty-three thousand mm-hmm. for the year, which is pretty high. But uh, you know, you know, he has no debt on it, and it's near the beach. So, it, it, but it will when you buy it. Yes, this is true. <laughs> It'll have a huge debt on it. Right. And right. You, and promise you, you'll be a negative, a huge negative. Okay. Okay. So, should I offer something or just leave it? No. Alone? You're wasting your time. Okay. A seller who wants retail price. And a huge down payment like that. You're wasting your time. Okay. Okay. I truly appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Chantel, next. Next we have Harry. Harry, please go ahead. Harry, where are you from? Toronto, right? Where? Toronto. Toronto. Okay. Okay. Uh, my situation is I'm trying to put together a uh, tenant buyer and mm-hmm. also a FISBO that I've located for the property that he really wants to get into. Um, the tenant buyer's got 50k down. Oh, He's willing God. to pay up to 2,300 bucks a month for a condo. Um, I, I found the condo that he's looking for. Uh-huh. The problem with the condo is she's asking what ARV is basically 320. Well, she's but, got a but she, first. Will she, will she own her finance? Well, she says she'd be willing to let me take over her debt. 
Which is? Only 160 of the 320 she's asking. And she'll take back a second for the balance, or she want to do an agreement for sale, or what? I think she's uh, willing to do an agreement for sale. Okay. You think I don't want to out, out of pocket the whole 320. Um, no, no, you don't. But if she'll do an agreement for sale, why don't you get her to come down at least $25,000 and just tell her the truth? Listen, I got a buyer who put up 50. I'll give you 25, and I'll take 25. But you've got to come off your price. Okay. What do you got to lose? And if she don't take the deal, go find the guy in another place because he's walking around with your 50 grand, man. Yep. Thank you. All right. Chantel. Next, we have Mike. Mike, please go ahead. Hey, Mike. Hey, Brian. I'm uh, Mike from Tulsa. Mm -hmm. Got uh, a couple things. Uh, first of all, I just ran into a, a, a pre-foreclosure that they filed notice of uh, delinquency on. There's uh, one owner's got a, about eight or nine condos right up here that run about 140000 apiece. I haven't got any info on it, but how should I proceed on that? Well, I don't know. What kind of an owner? A builder? No, these these have been developed. It's probably somebody that's uh, acquired those over a period of time and just did. Are know, they vacant or occupied? I don't know, but I, I imagine some of them are occupied. Well, it doesn't sound like you've got enough information to carry no, I on don't. the conversation. Uh, no, I was just asking what's the. Just, how many have you got? Eight or nine of them. All right. Then he's probably a builder or a developer, uh, certainly an investor. Uh, yeah, I go get the information on it, and then what I'd probably do is offer to lease purchase them from him on a sandwich uh, rolling lease purchase, which means you lease purchase them as you find tenant buyers for them. Uh -huh. uh, but you got to lease purchase one from him okay. uh -huh. to okay. find the tenant buyers, and you just keep plugging tenant buyers in as you go. I see. Okay. And uh, I don't know. I'll have to find out some more about the uh, how much time he's got on it, too, because they just filed that uh, notice of the default. Oh, he's in default? Yeah, he just oh, filed. Oh, a different story. Well, he ain't going to be interested in at least purchasing him then. Yeah, yeah. He's got to find out what kind of payments or what he owes on it. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, you got to find all of that out because yeah. there's very little chance that you're going to pull these out. It sounds like they're going to be a short sale. Uh, yeah, that's what I Prospect smell. now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got a couple others if I can let them fast you real quick. All right, um, I have to hurry. I got people waiting. Okay. We're already over. I have a FISBO here uh, that um, that I got, and uh, it's there's there's two questions on two of them. I got both the answers on them. Um, uh, this guy's got uh, a second home. He's had this listed. The listing's expired. He only owes forty thousand, but he thinks it's worth one hundred and twenty, thirty thousand, and the comps come in at about a hundred and ten. Okay. Uh, and I had an appointment with him. He seemed all agreeable, all that, but he stood me up on the appointment. So now, should I just follow? How? What would be the follow-up on that? Because it still looks like a good deal. Call him and say uh, I was there. What happened? Uh, call me back, and that's all you can do. And and frankly, if you call him once or twice more and he doesn't return your calls, forget him. Yeah, I just I just figured the wife scotched the deal maybe because she was okay about uh, it. But you have no clue why you didn't keep it. I don't I really know. Maybe the other by a train, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, the other one is a little uh, a little different too. This guy is uh, has let uh, a house get behind uh, twelve months. He owes about twelve thousand, but he's willing to make payments. He only uh, um, so he owes the 
Bank 132. Mm-hmm. What's the R? Uh, it, it's going to R at about 100 and about now maybe 120 at the most. Okay, so this sounds like a short sale. Short sale? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know what he's. Uh, I pitched him kind of both the ideas with uh, with uh, Axe deal, and he seemed interested in it. Axe won't like, work. He's 12,000 arrears. Well, he said he, he could make that up if he wanted to. Oh, he did, did he? Well, then why yep. hasn't he? I don't know what's going on. There's something. Uh, there's something that I don't have all the information on, but he, you know, as far where he's going, but he's got some really. Uh, well, uh, he's got a pretty high payment, uh, but he's only paying two and a half in, uh, percent interest with a well, two weeks to go up to three and a half. I don't like the sounds of what I'm hearing. I can tell you that, and I wouldn't tell him to make up the back payments to, to do an axe on it. And if you got a high payment on it, you might have trouble when you tend to buy her in it anyway. Sounds kind of a flaky deal to me. Uh, yeah. Something maybe just short sale if that's, if that's what it was going to do. Well, it sounds more like a short sale candidate to me if that's what you want to do, but that means you got to... I like the bank. He said he had taken the bank, he'd taken the bank uh, short sale deal for 110 and they turned it down. Well, <laughs> you don't know what the deal is there. Yeah. Whether he yeah. even did it, if he did it right, uh, or all the stuff he's not telling you. And even if he did, that was last week. Bank, bank would take it next week. You don't know. Uh, I don't. You don't have enough information there for me to help you on that one. Okay. By the way, start right. submitting these things on property information sheets now before this call, and I'll have uh, more information and give you better feedback. Yeah, I was out and getting, couldn't get back in time to get it to you in writing. Sorry, but all right. uh, okay. Next time. Next time. All right, Hontel. Who's next? Next we have Robin. Robin, please go ahead. Okay, Robin, where are you at? Hi, Ron. I'm uh, calling from Toronto. Oh, okay, another one from Toronto. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Uh, so you're the idol of Toronto. <laughs> oh, I am? Yeah. You guys yeah. don't have very high standards up there. <laughs> what can I do I, for you, Rob? I've uh, gone through your pretty house uh, and ugly house courses, and uh, I've uh, been trying this for several months. I sent out yellow letters, I got a pretty good response rate, mm-hmm. about 20%, but uh, among the more than, I got more than 100 responses, wow. uh, but none of them has left me with the uh, mortgage information. <laughs> so I'm kind of stuck there. <laughs> what does that tell you, Rob? Huh? Uh, so I know that uh, now you're say, suggesting using you? a VA to get the mortgage information. Oh, uh, I can't do any worse than you. <laughs> if you're but, not getting the mortgage information, you need to get my script and just read it. Don't tell me you can't get it. Everybody else gets it. So it's something you're saying or not saying. Uh, it's uh, I, I'm, Right now I'm using Path Live to get the mortgage information. But Why are have, you doing that? No wonder you're not getting it. Uh, because all my VAs have quit. Listen After to me. Pat Live does not collect that kind of information. VAs do that, and if they don't do it, you do it. And if your VAs have quit, why have they quit? Because they have uh, no success. Well, then, then they're not being properly trained, and you're not using the right VAs, and you're not getting somebody to do all that crap for you, like Elsa. Yeah, I've, uh, I'm in touch with Elsa, but uh, she has trouble setting me up for then, Canada. Then, then let her find you one. She'll find you one. She's got all kinds of candidates in Canada. Okay. That's why yeah, we use her, sir. It's the Google Voice. Uh, she can't. Uh... That's, not, that's not the VA. She hires a live human being to be your VA. 
Yes, and they use Google Voice to make they, they don't have to use Google Voice. That's what she uses to make it systemized. Right. That's really still got nothing to do with a real human being getting on the telephone and getting the right answers for you. Okay. And so you got one teeny little minor thing stopping you from turning all these things in. If you got a hundred leads, you got a pile of money sitting there, and you're going to waste it. Yeah, I can't. Right now, I get zero use out of the hundred leads. I know because you're not following up on them. You can't pull the trigger because you because you're not getting the right information. And so that one little teeny and they no telling how much money that's costing you. Just not getting that one little thing fixed. Have you have you been to my boot camp yet? Uh, not yet. When are you coming? Oh, uh, when's the next? Well, I'm doing one in L.A., and then I think I'm going to be in Chicago after that. Um, uh, you better get there, man. It's costing you, really, literally. I'll be in Chicago in October. Okay. 11 through 14. Put okay. It on, put it on your calendar. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to hate yourself when you leave there of all the money you lost. Screw yeah, <laughs> I feel the same. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll do that for sure. And, be, and, and Elsa will be there, by the way, live. So you can talk to her and let her get you a good VA. Yeah, I've been uh, on on the phone with her for quite some time. But well, let her do her job. Okay. And get out of her way and get off my phone. I got somebody else holding. See you next month. <laughs> By the way, guys, next month is uh, August the thirteenth. Uh, put that in your calendar right now, seven o'clock Eastern Standard. August the thirteenth. Yeah. Seven o'clock. Okay. Okay. Uh, can I ask a quick question, Ron? If it's real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a generic question because uh, here in Toronto, you know, uh, the rents compared to the house prices, the yep. rents are pretty low. Yes. Uh, so does it mean that for a uh, free and clear house, it automatically eliminates the uh, lease option option? Absolutely not. If the seller will lease option it to you, you can sublease it out to the tenant buyer. Free and clear uh, houses would be my favorite target up there. Oh, okay. So I create my own terms. I don't have to deal with whatever mortgage it comes with. And they're 44% of the houses in Canada are free and clear, man. It's a huge market. Okay. So, so that's right. the best target. Okay. Thank you, Ron. Chantel, one more. We actually have two more. Who is Next, it? we have Raylan. Raylan, please go Raylan, ahead. Raylan, where are you at? I'm from Chicago. I'm a truck driver. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Yeah, uh, I was at the. Uh, quick start out in Seattle, but uh, anyway, I have a question. I have a I have one deal that's already uh, looking to close as a, a commercial property that's going to be closing oh. hopefully sometime in this month or first of next month. But I have a short time for a couple. Oh yeah, I plan on it. But I have a couple questions for short sale. Am I am I missing the example of the short sale in my book? Because I'm I'm looking for it. which book is the example. There's no, there's no example of a short sale in your book. There's nothing to it. It's just a discount. What is it you want to know? Well, what I wanted to know is, is when I put it, when I, when I write the contract up I'm, and I submit it, uh-huh. one of the things is, of course, I'm going to get the price that I, I'm going to ask for the price that I want. Yep. But what about the month that I want to close as far as the closing date or possible closing date? Well, you, put, write it like, you put down there 30 days after acceptance. 30 days after acceptance of uh, the short sale close. offer. By the bank. Short sale, okay. So I literally write out. Look, the contract is contract is between you and the seller. Right. On the back, on paragraph 18, it's subject to the bank accepting your short sale offer. Uh, uh, okay. On the front, of course, is the amount of that offer. Right. And on, in the paragraph where you put the closing time, you just put on there 30 days 
uh, well, you can put that in paragraph 18, uh, to be closed 30 days after the, the bank accepts the offer. Okay, to be closed 30 days. Actually, you could, if you use my contract, you could put uh, 30 days after, uh, there's a line in there that says something like all the, content, all, the, all the terms of the contract have been met. And that'll cover okay. it, if you understand what I'm saying. Because the terms right. of the contract aren't met till the bank accepts your offer. Right. Well, see, that's what I was concerned about. I wanted to make sure I didn't, I didn't want to put a specific date. You're and, not. And you're correct. Okay. You definitely do not. Right. I don't want to do that. Read exactly. that paragraph, and you'll see the right line to check. Okay. Got it. Basically, that's it. Okay. And I appreciate that. All right, sir. Thanks Good luck. Time. All right. Bye-bye. Last question, Chantel. Last question is from Al. Al, hey, please Al. go ahead. Where are you at? Uh, hi, yeah. Uh, hi, Ron. Thanks for taking call. I'm in Redondo Beach, California, right. just south of south of L.A. Beautiful place. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Look, I have the uh, uh, GI Bill, and I want to purchase a a uh, townhome condominium in in this area, and I can get it. I think the GI Bill is about six hundred, uh, six six twenty or so max, and it's a no down deal. And the only thing that I'm concerned about is all the paperwork you have to jump through. Is it still, and all, everything I've been sent so far is retail, uh, is it still worth it to go that way because there's no, no money down? Al, I would not. Okay. First, you have to qualify like anybody else. Right. Second, you have to personally guarantee that debt, which to me is a foolish thing for you to do. Okay. The fact that it's no money down is irrelevant. You can go buy a house no money down uh, anytime you want. Um, thousands of my students do that every day. Mm -hmm. Okay. They just don't go to the bank and try to get a loan. Okay. They take over debt, they lease purchase, or they buy with owner financing. So actually it's better to look for uh, those distressed deals exactly. in this area as opposed to you, the other. A whole lot better for you to learn this business and go out and buy houses, and along the way you'll find one to live in. Right. And the whole key is without using your money or credit. You know I'm coming your way in August, don't you? Yeah, I know. I Absolutely. Okay. I, I, I have the dates, and I'll be there. Well, um, you're, you're a, a vet. Were you in a, a war zone? Uh, no. No. All Not right. at all. Well, you got a pencil? Sure. I want you to write down ourmilitaryheroes.org. Ourmilitaryheroes, okay. H-E-R-O-E-S. Right. .org. Okay. Go there. You will like what you see. Thank you, sir. Ourmilitaryheroes.org. That's it. Got it, Ron. Thank you. All right. And all of you, if you are a vet or you know vets, send them to that site. You'll like what you see, and so will they. All right, Chantel, is that it? Yes, that is it. Well, thank you for your patience, and thank you for stinking around for the overtime, and thank all of you for tuning in tonight. We're... Uh, a long extended call tonight, but well worth it. Got some good questions, and I hope we had some good answers. And again, I'll see you all on the 13th of August, if not before. Have a good evening. <laughs>